Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the 99th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast. The 100th episode is literally a week away. See what uh, exciting things I have in store for you then. But for now, we've got the uh, the 99th episode, and uh, oh, it's a doozy. Uh, if you if you're checking us out on YouTube, nice one. I like what you're doing there. I really do. But are you a YouTube subscriber? No. Hmm. It's a click of a button away. It really is. If you're just checking us out on audio, it's perfectly fine. But you can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Right, let's do this. How you doing today? You well? Um, obviously, the first thing to cover is uh, I am drinking a lovely non-alcoholic beer uh, in my brand new triple fruited goes glass. Uh, ready? Mmm, drinks lovely. Uh, the uh, the beer in question uh, is a big thank you to one Mr. Matthew Moore. Um, but the glass and the beer we will come to. Um, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive in. Okay, um, right, what's the deal with wasps? I knew that would get your attention. What is the deal with wasps? And what I mean by that is, let's ignore... The fact that they serve absolutely no purpose. Zero purpose. Let's look past all of that. I am a man who is not a huge fan of spiders. Bearing in mind I'm now, at, at, at this moment in time, I am sat two feet away from a spider. Uh, I can see it and it, that doesn't really... That doesn't bother me. So, like I say, not a massive fan, uh, but, you know, a lot better than I used to be sort of thing. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about ignoring the fact that they serve no purpose. So, there's been this thing recently. It's like, you know, I guess that's that time of year where you, you put the window on a crack. Do you know what I mean? Not... It's not, you don't need the window open. It's not It's not time for having the window open. It's time for having it on a crack, a little bit of ventilation. It's not too cold these days, so on and so forth. So you're a wasp, okay? You're out doing absolutely fuck all because you serve no purpose. And you reach a window. So you've got the entire world is your oyster. You can fly. I'm pretty sure they can 
walk on wall like they're like spiders they can climb walls and stuff like if that was their choice um you know you're ticking a lot of boxes at this point in time as a wasp a lot of boxes are getting ticked you can you know go around stinging people if that's your desire you've got the whole world but you think do you know what i can see just over there that there is a window that's open a tiny crack and what i'm going to do is i'm going to go and i'm going to crawl through that crack to then put myself on the inside of that house where there is nothing for me and from the moment i enter that house the only thing i want to do is leave and the way i'm going to achieve that is i'm going to fly into the window and every other surface just like it's like banging your head against a brick wall that's that's what wasps do to solve every problem the reason i bring it up is in the last two-ish weeks this has happened in this house five times and like i say because i'm like if the window was open and a wasp flew in i'd like window was open that was uh, that was bound to happen but that's not what happened <laughs> the window for a lot of you know for a lot of ways is shut and that wasp had to work very hard plural wasps had to work very hard to get in to then be like oh, i want to go back out now like, all right cool i'll open the window for you shall i yeah yeah if you could that'd be great all right i've opened the window cool i don't know where that is so i'm just going to fly into everything but the open window absolute nightmare engine so there you go that's uh that's wasps um yeah so let's do a let's do a pup date <laughs> yeah let's do an update on the puppy um but first oh delicious um took the puppy for his first walk in the last week um first one went surprisingly well uh so he's been out five times including today first one went well the th the middle three did not go overly well uh one of those he managed to um escape which was uh absolutely terrifying like my mind was like oh my god i don't know what to do like first i didn't know what was happening because i wasn't holding the lead so firstly i didn't know what was happening secondly i saw land just start running and i'm like well what's happening then i started putting the pieces together dog lead not attached to human oh shit land's running i'm like oh shit i'm like i don't know what to do in this situation and then 
surprising to me and everybody else involved, all of a sudden my brain went, but you do know what to do. You've trained for this. And I don't mean you've trained personally, I mean you've trained the dog for this. So I just, sh I just shouted, come. Because of all the things that I've tried to teach him, the one thing that he has got probably 85% down is if you say come, he will. So I shouted, come, and he just stopped dead, turned, and came back. I was like, that's why you, uh, that's why you do the training. Um, so the three ones in the middle, the first one went well, the three in the middle have been a bit sketchy. Like I say, one of them, he did do a runner. Um, not his fault. Uh, there were other dogs and they started barking and he was like, oh, I'm scared. Because he's scared of everything at the moment. Um, so he did a run. Um, then there was one where me, Leanne and the baby took him out. I think there was too much going on there for him. And uh, Leanne, her mum and the baby took him out on Saturday again I think there was too much going on so today I'm like right need to get this down need to get this walking my life down so uh, I took him out just me and him today and uh, I was like if I want him to do what I want him to do I need to pay him well to do it so I got the good treats going and uh, I would say it was a 60% improvement it's funny because people like you get various different types of people. You get like the people who are like, oh my God, it's a dog. I better stay well clear. You get the people who are like, oh, it's a dog. I mean, I'm not going to come and touch it or really interact too much. I'll interact from a distance. And then you get the people who are like, oh my God, it's a puppy. Can I touch him? So uh, it's a bit of one of them. Uh, I know in like pandemic type situations, not really supposed to... Um, people aren't supposed to really interact with dogs. Um, I've sort of made sure to keep clear of that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, people couldn't look from a distance. Um, but yeah, he's like, hey, I want to talk to you, but I'm also scared of you. So, uh, mm, delightful. So, plenty to work on. I've got all these like this list of commands I want to try working through um, and it's just the book that I read uh, one of the books I read sorry about like puppies and dogs and stuff is written from the perspective of somebody who does puppy training as a as a full-time job because you know they do puppy and dog training as a full-time job and I think the one thing that was sort of missing from it was the realization that you know people have lives you know oh you got to work nine hours a day but you got to train a puppy for uh, for you know the, for nine hours a day it's like yeah it doesn't work like that anyway um, like I said it, it's gonna be more of a le there'll be less puppy talk um, but yeah, he, I, you know, people are asking. People were asking, you know, how's he getting on? And I was like, he's doing really well. I think he is doing really well. 
Don't do well if it misses a sleep, I know that much. So, in trying to train the, uh, the puppy, it's like, oh, you know, give him treats, pay him well, all of this, I decided to, to try my hand at uh, training a toddler. Well, like, do you know something? What if I uh, what if I get a treat pouch for uh, for the baby? So uh, last week, like right, going out, going to the supermarket, got to do some uh, some supermarket shopping. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a try. I'm gonna give it a little whirl, see how we get on. So I filled a little bag, uh, like a little plastic bag, with uh, raisins. Uh, Cheerios, Shreddies, banana chips, um, all things that I was like, she likes these. Uh, and out we went and I said to her, I was like, right, here's the deal. If you feel like you flag him, you let me know, I'll go in the bag, get you a little something, give it to you and that'll give you like the energy to keep going. What I meant by that was, when I need you to do something, I will offer you a small treat. And you will, you know, you will then, uh, you will do it. And you know something, it worked an absolute charm. We got all the way around the, uh, around the supermarket. I was like, this is a winning formula. I must admit, not actually my first rodeo. Um, I did this with my eldest when she was of a similar age. I just had a, like a, a, a bag of, uh, one part it was raisins, another part it was, um, I can't actually think what the other thing was. Um, and I, we, you know, we'd walk down the street and she'd be like, oh, I'm flagging, I'm like, oh, here you go, it's a raisin. You know, get another 30 yards maybe. So we'd, we'd, we'd successfully conquered the supermarket. I was like, this is, this is, this is it. This is the, the money. Uh, went into another shop, walked down one aisle, walked down another aisle. We were looking for something specific. We were trying to find where it was located. Uh, walked down another aisle, walked down another aisle. Oh, it's here. Uh, at which point she promptly decided, I've had enough of this. And, uh, yeah, just wandered off. And I'm like, oh, do, you want, do you want a raisin? I don't care anymore. Uh, Cheerio? shreddy and you've gone fantastic so uh obviously then you switch to switch to dad voice and uh away that goes uh you know come back oh, and you know. uh so she was uh, forcibly removed from said shop and uh my my days of being a toddler trainer um using the using a treat system uh Ended as quickly as they had begun. So yeah, that was a thing. So, why am I drinking a non-alcoholic beer in a brand new triple-fruited goes glass? Well, let me tell you. Now, this will almost definitely have already been covered by the point in time you hear this. And I'm imagining it will have definitely been covered on the Pursuit of Hoppiness uh, podcast. 
and, uh, and that's that. However, um, you know, here at the Darkest Timeline, we like to talk about stuff that happened in the last week. So something that happened in the last week is um, myself and the Getting Over crew went to visit uh, Springwell Brewery, which is uh, North Brewery's newest venture. Uh, it's one of these, uh, it's a brewery, but it's also a bar. Um, they've basically converted the car park to outside, I was gonna say outside dining, but it's outside drinking. Um, and very successful it is too. Um, just, yeah, all I can really say about it is from start to finish, absolutely fantastic uh, experience really was um some of the standout things being that uh the 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 service was phenomenal uh we were we were sort of estimating that you could put in an order um and then about 90 seconds later uh they'd be handing you your beer um so just uh yeah you you simply can't argue with something like that uh, they seem to be running some sort of like team system where somebody could take your order, somebody else would bring you the drinks. Um, it was very busy, but perfectly socially distanced, all this. Uh, they had, I don't know whether, you, I suppose you'd call it like a street food vendor. Uh, a lot of these breweries seem to team up with um, like food people. Uh, these people, these people were... Um, trying to get the name right they were bow boy i believe um and they did like bow buns uh filled with various fillings um you could get uh, loaded fries um normally normally in a situation like that i wouldn't bother eating um i haven't really done eating out for uh for a lot of years um and uh, just multitude of things normally i wouldn't have bothered but i was very much in um i suppose like treat mode um i was i was taking some me time uh i was i was out with with the boys um not drinking, but I was drinking, you know, things like I'm drinking now, the, the non-alcoholic stuff, which uh, they didn't have their own. There was no North non-alcoholic, but they did stock uh, Coast non-alcoholic stuff, which uh, is one of my go-to brands for non-alcoholic. I love their stuff. It's uh, it's really nice. Um, so I was drinking those, and I was like, do you know something? Normally I wouldn't bother, but that food looks amazing. And I haven't had bow in years and years and years i won't tell you how many years so i was like i'm, I'm doing it i'm getting some uh it's me and paul went and got some food because the other guys had uh had got some earlier than us uh me and paul went and got some food honestly i can hands down safely say one of the nicest meals i've ever eaten it was divine 
So, um, yeah, the food that was on site was amazing. Reasonably priced. Um, service top-notch. The facility that they've got there is really nice. Um, um, I think uh, I think I went to the toilet, like, you know, when you're you drinking, like, I think I went to the toilet, like, <clears throat> two or three times. And I think a couple of the times that I was in the toilet, there were people cleaning them. Um, as an experience, I, there is absolutely, you know, there is no, no nothing negative I can say about the experience. Um, things that were nice to see, there was a lot of dogs there, outside and all that, and the other. Um, we even treated ourselves to uh, some cigars. Um, I took a few cigars with, uh, shared, shared them out amongst the masses and uh and thoroughly enjoyed those as well honestly top notch experience a little bit of difficulty getting there uh there was like there was one point where a road sent us like i, don't, I honestly don't know how they've managed it but it sent us through like a business car park very strange situation um but driving back as is sometimes the case i'm not necessarily often but sometimes the case the sat nav was like oh i'm going to take it back a completely different way uh which it did and that was fine smooth sailing got back everybody's happy um so yeah there that's kind of it, it's one of those experiences where i can't say anything negative um it was just a top-notch experience so there you go uh, oh yeah, I treated myself by buying the glass. I really wanted a particular type of glass. Um, uh, it's called a triple fruited goes glass. Um, I was after the, it was just the the shape of the glass I wanted. Um, and Matt purchased a non-alcoholic beer for me to take home. So I combined the two, and I'm currently tucking in to uh, to a coast. Uh, DDH double dry hop. Mm. Delicious. So, um, I need to talk about knee pain. A few weeks ago, uh, I took my elder two uh, children to play football in the park. Um, something that we do a lot, uh, sometimes it's wildly successful, other times it's uh, a bit of a disaster, and it depends, um, you know, which way the wind is blowing that day, let's, let's go with that. So, um, so yeah, this particular day in question uh, was fine. Uh, the way it starts, I go in goal. Uh, they take shots at goal. Um, I let, quote unquote, let a lot of them go in, uh, and they they win, and then we swap somebody else goes in goal, sort of thing. Uh, we then take the opportunity to take the footballs and we go and play basketball because there's a basketball over the park, um, and a jolly good time is had by all. This one particular day in question. Uh, I went to stop a ball with my foot and it's hard to explain without any visuals 
but imagine you're facing head on and you try and flick your right foot out what will it be a 90 degree angle um i did that like a flick to try and stop the ball going in and as i did it i was like "Ooh, that hurt and i hurt my knee so that was that uh after that what followed was um a point in time where i wasn't running and this knee pain just became more and more prominent now i don't know if i mentioned this but there was a point in time where i didn't run and i ended up getting a uh, i ended up getting back pain uh which due to a, a a series of precautionary measures um i touch wood have managed to sort of stem keep at bay any any sort of back pain which is nice um you know get the odd twinge here and there but like i say i take precautionary measures but i'd not been running at one point and ended up with this back pain and then when i went back to running back pain went i was like oh i wonder if there's a connection there so i had this period of time where i wasn't running and i did i hurt my knee and next thing this this knee pain just gets worse and worse and worse and it was literally starting to be like whenever i did anything i get this knee pain that included like sitting down standing up that sort of stuff like wonderful um went out running uh thursday was the first time i went back to it and the pain in my knee was really bad now the issue i've got here is a lot of stuff that i hear um joe rogan is a big believer in this uh is that if you're carrying a lot of weight a lot of excess weight you're weighing more than you should do all of that weight is going through your knees and eventually uh your knees are going to suffer because your knees aren't designed to carry additional weight they're designed to carry your weight um so that's always been there in the back of my head and then then i started hitting this this problem this knee problem um so went out running was in a lot of pain to start with got i don't know quarter of the way into the run pain started easing a little bit further not really noticing any pain a little bit further pain's basically gone so then i was like i don't get it i don't understand you know is that a good thing or a bad thing you know is that a sign that it was just that i was suffering with pain because i hadn't been running and been keeping it moving or is that a sign that weirdly like the damage i'm doing through running kind of like eases the pain um so i don't know but i i can say i'm not um not sure that i feel overly great about it mm. lovely um speaking of running went out for a run this morning and i got back i said to Leon, i was like you know the run that and the type of run i hate she was like all of them I'm like no nah. some are just some are fine 
and you get the odd one every now and then that was like, that was a great run. Like the run that I hate is the one that's just horrible from the moment you start for every minute of it and the moment you end because you just spend your time going, why am I doing this? I'm just hating every minute of it. Now, I had a long time of hating every minute of every run I ever did. But now it's just like every now and then you get that odd one where you're like, oh, you know, you don't have enough energy to do it, um, which means, you know, it's it's slow going, which means, you know, you spend the whole time just feeling, excuse me, feeling like you're gassed and you've just got nothing there. It's, it's no fun. And, you know, running's not exactly the most fun anyway. So, uh, yeah. Not, not huge amounts of fun. So, a little bit light on the entertainment stuff this week. Um, mostly, because I've only watched one film, and the one film in question is a film that I've watched many times before. Uh, but we'll get there. I watched episode 7 of Invincible. Um... So, very much like uh, like the way these things tend to go, a much better episode than... Which one was it? Was it episode... It might have been episode six. Um, the, the last episode, basically. It was a much better episode than that, because the last episode was quite dull, for want of a better way. And a lot, and I do mean a lot of stuff, happened in episode seven. Um... No, one of the things, namely, is that they seem to have canned or put on pause or whatever this relationship issue that's going on uh, or has been going on, and that's quite refreshing, if I'm honest. Um, so, yes, a much better episode. The only thing about it is... I'm starting to wonder how much longevity this series has. Is it, you know, has it been penciled in to just be one series? You know, I think about things like uh, when, you know, it's on Amazon Prime, when Amazon Prime did Good Omens, um, I was sure they listed it as like series one, but it was just one series. It's like, that that's it. It's done. You know, you did the book, and that was the end of it. Um, I'm a bit like, excuse me. I'm a bit like, is this the deal with this show? Have they were are they working on the principle that they're basically just going to do a series? The reason I'm saying that, and I'm trying not to spoil anything for anybody that's not watched it and wants to, is. A certain storyline seems to have come to quite an abrupt head. Um, whilst a lot of other things were also going on. Um, as I say, certainly a lot better of an episode. Uh, and very much a ends on a bit of a predicament kind of situation. Um, uh, you know, back to looking forward to seeing what what comes in the next episode, which is um, 
fortunate because I had a horrible feeling it was going to go the other way and I was just going to end up being like, meh. So, so there's that. Um, I watched a film and I've written it on my list, but not really, but not really to talk about. Um, I watched Shazam because I love that film. And it became available on Amazon Prime. And I was like, absolutely going to watch that. I'll add it to the list. So I added it to the list. And I think before the end of the of that day, I was like, yeah, let's watch Shazam. Um, I really enjoy that film. Uh, I spoke to somebody recently um, who was telling me that they didn't like it. And I was a bit like, you, you, you're crazy. It's, um, it's a great film. Uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, at this moment in time, I have a, a cat trying to break into the room, which is interesting. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was very much a. I, I've talked about it at length before, so there's not really much for me to talk about, but I wanted to mention that I'd, uh, I'd watched it. Um, there was this whole thing, like, I was watching the credits at the end and noticed that. Um, like the producers of the film um, being Dwayne Johnson and his production company which is made up of his ex-wife and another guy um, but then you know we look at it it's like well he is doing Black Adam at the moment so there's a link there um, and I imagine at this point in time he probably has a lot of fingers in a lot of pies so yeah um, I've written down here, no VR, uh, but there's a plan. So I came up with a cunning plan of a way to get back to playing VR. Um, the, po the point at this point in time is that the, there are, the, the thing that is stopping me from playing VR is, uh, is the puppy. Um, I'm not overly sure that he would understand what was happening. And I wonder if it would rile him up if he was sat watching me um, with a thing on my face twirling around like a loony. Um, so, I'm potentially just going to work on the principle of sort of easing him into it. Um, I think I said before I've got like is it 10 new VR games to play and I worked my way through all the others that I had. So, need to get on with it. And like I say, need to probably rehouse the uh, the spider that has taken up residence in the VR headset. So there's that. Um, can't talk about VR, but we can talk about console games. Uh, and when I say games, I do mean game. Uh, the only game I've played is Outriders. Um, if I'm honest, I was enjoying it a little bit more. Um, I'd reached a point where like the my character's powers were quite good, weapons quite good, armor quite good. Getting to that point where you start feeling quite invincible. Um, to a degree, you know, you can you can manage the battlefield sort of aspect. You can 
take people on, you can take multiple people on. Um, found, a, found, a, found an attack in the game that I didn't know was a thing. Uh, you do like a run and a jump and um, sort, of, sort of area attack. That's quite cool. Um, so I got to play and I was like, yeah, no, it's, not, it's not the worst game ever. It's something to do, something to play. And then I hit a mission, a level, uh, a boss, whatever, last night. And I could not get past the boss. And I just kept doing it over and over and over and over. And every time I got near to being able to kill this boss, you just shoot this like electricity that kills you in one shot. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, to be fair, I probably should have gone and done some side missions before coming and doing this. Uh, I've been trying to keep on top of the side mission and do as many as possible. So instant so things like this don't happen and lo and behold it's happened it's not a game that makes playing side missions easy because you have to travel places to do side missions and the traveling element is not always available throughout the game it's annoying um is what i'm going to say there in the end uh, I saw nothing, nothing for it, but I had to, re I had to lower the difficulty. And it's that thing. I lowered the difficulty, and then I could basically stand in front of this boss and just shoot him, and use the powers and and all of that, and and that was that. It's like cool, I guess. Massive gap in difficulty between lowering it and the difficulty I've been playing out. I did pass that bit and put the difficulty back up, um, so not as bad, but still I was like, there's a big difference in difficulties there. Um, I'm not going to lie, I still, I still very much want to get this game finished, and where I'm saying, oh, you know, it's not that bad, it's actually okay, the reason that I want to get this game finished is so that I'm not playing it anymore. Um, so that might sound strange after what I've said, but there's just other stuff that I want to play. Um, I want to go back and play Cyberpunk when it's had all these updates. I need to finish Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I need to. Uh, I've got a couple of other games that I need to finish. I've got a brand new game that I bought a while ago that I haven't even started. It just is this thought, sort of thing. And Outriders is very much the game that just keeps going. So I'm a little bit in the camp of I, I, I could just do with it to, to finish now. Um, but hey. We'll, uh, we'll keep going, we'll keep plugging away at it and, and uh, I'll let you know how I get on. Um, by my reckoning, that is the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And by my reckoning, this is the 99th episode of the Darkest Timeline podcast. So the next episode is the 100th episode. Uh, I've been saying for a while that I feel like I should be doing something special for it. 
So I've been having to think, and I think I'm going to see, potentially, at the possibility of a guest. Mm, some water. Um, don't hold me to it. It might just be me this time next week. But, um, yeah, I'm going to ask around. Get the little black book out, if you know what I mean. Right, there we go. So I don't ramble on anymore. I'll let you good people go. I'll talk to you next week. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another week gone. Can you believe it? Uh, well, next week it's the 100th episode. And I'm sure I've got juicy, juicy things in store for you. Until then, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. If you are subscribed, drop a comment. Let us know that you're a subscriber. Give us a high five. If you're just listening along on your audio platforms, do subscribe there as well, because it's a big help to us, and uh, it's a big help to everyone in the long run. So there we go. That's it for the 99th episode of The Darkest Timeline. Tune in next week for episode 100. Until then, I say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.